Welcome to the Pursuit Friends Church Network of House Churches podcast. I'm the planner and lead pastor, Brian Donahue, and I'm joined by Kristen All, who is the director and pastor of Network Ministries. We're excited to share about what God is doing at Pursuit Friends Church as we build this network of house churches. On this podcast, you'll hear stories of how God is moving and working in our midst, updates and news on our progress, but we really want to focus on sharing what we are walking through from God's Word each week as a church family. So grab a cup of coffee, your Bible, and join Kristen and myself as we share how God is moving at Pursuit Friends Church and as we discuss what we learned from our Bible passage this week. We're glad you're here. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Pursuit Friends Church Podcast. I'm Brian Donahue. I'm here with Kristen All. How are you doing today, Kristen? I'm doing well. That is outstanding. We are really pumped today uh, for this podcast. Like I said, this is episode seven. We're excited because it's episode seven. That's pretty cool. I think seven is a great number. We're doing, it's like the Lord's number, I'm, right? I'm a like, fan. Uh, I'm okay. a fan of seven. Um, but also beyond that fact, God is doing something really amazing in our midst, and we cannot wait to share with you what God is doing and how he is growing our network of house churches. Um, and we might get emotional uh, from time to time. And Brian on, will, most I, certainly. <laughs> I'm one of those emotional worship leaders. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just amazing what God is doing. We are just blown away as a church and as a network at God's goodness. I was reminded uh, earlier today as I was at a multiplication team meeting uh, and just giving a report of what God is doing at Pursuit Friends Church and just to see them react and to see them joyfully celebrate what God is doing and to be in awe of what God is doing, to see someone else be in awe. (laughs) You know, sometimes, let's just relate this real quickly to, like for me, songwriting. Yeah. Sometimes I think I've got a really good song. Yeah. But other people might not always think that. Right. You know, it might be very meaningful to me. And I right. might get, you know, especially if we're talking a worship song or a song that comes out of an experience I've had and a feeling or emotion I have. Um, but to have somebody else validate that and say, you know what, that's, I'm with you. Um, today it was really good to have, um, peers and people that I consider mentors and people that I want to be like when I grow up on this multiplication team, uh, just say you're doing a good job and look at what God is doing. This is amazing. This is worth celebrating. It's Um, wonderful. And God sends those people to speak those words to us. And that's powerful. Yeah. Right. So. Um, anyways, we're going to talk, uh, we'll get back to that, um, as we talk about the good thing God is doing. Um, but we really want to share part of the reason for our podcast, of course, is to share the experience of the Sunday morning prior to us recording this. Um, and we had an amazing Sunday for a lot of different reasons. Um, but one of the things that I just, Kristen, that really, stuck out to me as we kind of want to bring people into my living room, right, Um, is the sound 
a fellowship that was in that room before mm-hmm. we even started officially yeah. the service. Yeah. It, it was just fantastic to see and hear people laughing and just the, it was loud in there. Yes. It was loud with fellowship and it was joyful. It was wonderful. We were uh, uncharacteristically late this Sunday. And so we got there and things were all in full swing. And you just um, want to be everywhere and talk to everyone. And, and that's an amazing feeling to walk into what feels like family. You know, you like a family reunion where you want to see every person that's there and catch up. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it was, you know, I, I've, I've talked about, excuse my phone going off here. I've, I've usually pretty good about silencing it. I'm doing it right now as we speak. Um, but I, I, I love that story in Acts. And I've talked about it recently about the sound that came out of the upper room mm. and that it caused people to gather. And as I heard this sound this, this week at church uh, in my living room, and we had the windows wide open. Yeah. Um, I just got a picture of the early church that this must have been a glimpse and in, in a picture of what it looked like, what it felt like, what it sounded like. A group of joyful people excited to be together like a family. Yeah. And just can't wait to catch up. Uh, and we had a couple extra guests, too. Um, we did. In our midst, uh, friends of mine and ministry partners for us as a church, right. David and Laurel Derry, who work for Crew, or, or, which is Campus Crusade, um, and they actually have a ministry into prisons to minister to the marriages of the inmates, and it was pretty amazing um, hearing them speak. It really was. I didn't know anything really about their ministry other than the sentence you just uttered, and it's hard to even wrap your imagination around how that would come to be, how that actually gets worked out, um, and hearing them describe how God had led them over time, little by little, into this opportunity was um, really fun to hear. Right, and and it's neat. I've got a long, uh, not a super long connection, but a good connection with Dave Derry and his wife, uh, because they're a part of family life, and Um, help set up and prepare um, weekends to remember and the art of marriage which I've done two art of marriages events at Jackson Friends Church Uh, we did one where we actually went to a hotel and got away nice Um, and then we did another one in the basement of that church in a big room down there Uh, and uh, I've counseled a couple married folks with the art of marriage as our curriculum uh, and Dave supplied those to us and helped us answer all our questions and was just a part of that being the regional kind of director of that and, and assistant to churches. Uh, and so Dave and I have talked a lot about marriages. We share the same passion and heart to see God work and be honored in our marriages. Uh, and it was really cool to have him and his wife Laurel come and share uh, about that, but also talk about their prison ministry. Um, because they, God has just blessed them with an incredible ministry to get into prisons all over the state of Ohio and other states as well, really yes. all over the country. Yes. Um, to be able to have inmates for eight hours in one day, they get their spouse to come in for those eight hours, and they get to run them through a condensed version of the art of marriage, and. Um, it's amazing some of the stories they told just to see. They they said the very first one they ever did, 
they were just totally hooked because yeah. it was the they said the best time they ever had in ministry yeah. to see God move so powerfully in the marriages of did you hear me folks <laughs> people in prison <laughs> who want their marriages to work yes and to last yes um and to honor God um so if you can imagine the emotions involved there and mm. how wonderful it is to be with your spouse for eight hours yeah um where you get to see them they get to hold hands they said they get to sit right next to each other um and when they come to visit they don't get to do that they have to sit across right. from a table they said right. they don't get to touch so for eight hours they get to hold hands they get to uh, they say they supply a rose for the husbands that in the prison. That was really sweet. They right. were talking about how emotional that is, not for the wives receiving it, but for the husbands to be able to do that for their spouses. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, you don't realize uh, how much it means to you to give to the people you love until you're in a position where you can't give. And they're in a position, those men are, where they have no control right. over that. So that was beautiful. Yeah, they say this: these big, huge hulks of men, <laughs> yes, absolutely sobbing as they're giving their wife the rose. How just so precious that was yes. for them to give their wives a rose and surprise them like that. So we sow into their ministry um, every month as a church because we believe in marriages for one, um, but also because. Um, we believe that as a church and as the body of Christ, uh, one of the places we need to go is to our prisons. Yes. And uh, the dairies are, are hoping and praying that they get opportunities to go into some women's prisons and do some ministry as well. Very cool. Um, and so we're praying and believing for that. And it was just good to be with the dairies. Uh, they love the body of Christ, um, and uh, they've been in ministry for a long time. And it was good to fellowship with them. They hung out with us for lunch even. And uh, we got to know them a little bit better that way as well. And Kristen, let's, I can't wait another second. <laughs> I just can't. Because uh, I think once we get going on this, we're going to roll in it. And uh, I, I think we're going to have a plenty long podcast and a lot of talk about. Um, I did think that their story led very well into the announcement. So that was yes, that was it helpful. It I did. really did think that so right. that was really good. And the announcement is <laughs> Should you tell the world or should I? I, I well, you're the one who can't wait, Brian, okay. to you know, go I'll, right ahead. I'll, okay. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate yes. let me brag let me brag a little bit here. Uh, and and when I say brag I mean brag on Jesus. Amen. For what he's doing. Um as many of you know, who might follow Pursuit Friends Church, we started out as a church with a heart for multiplication. We wanted to be a church planning church. And we wanted, originally the idea was we were headed towards the direction of being a, a very traditional model with a little attractional stuff thrown in there. And we were just going to see how big God got us, yes. made us, but we still wanted to plant churches. Yes. We wanted to, you know, we want to see how big God might make us, but we wanted to be multiplying and sending people out as much as possible. Uh, God shifted that for us he through did. the pandemic in a mighty way. And we are now a network of house churches, as you know, if you've been following us at all. And uh, so we want to be a network of house churches, which means we want more than one. <laughs> we want more than just my house. Exactly. Or we'll have to drop the network. Well, it's just be <laughs> Pursuit 
friend's church. House church. Just one. <laughs> just one. <laughs> just underneath, one. yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll figure a way, a way yeah, to make that uh, yeah. seem We won't cool have to have, now. Um, but uh, anyways, the exciting news is that God has done a work in Kristen's heart and in her life and has moved her to a place uh, where she has said yes to that call. Um, I'm not even going to look at her because uh, yeah. she's starting to tear up. Uh, but uh, can I just say that that we are about to give birth to the real movement, to the real thing that God has for us. Mm. Because their goal, as uh, they have a small team around them, we we at the ch- we in our network leadership team uh, like to call these teams that go out from each house church seed teams. Seed teams, yes. And we'll come up with an acronym. At some point, we kind of well, did, but I don't remember it off the uh, top. Yeah, of my head. I think I uh, uh, brainstormed it, and I don't remember what it was. But it doesn't necessarily need an acronym because yeah. a seed is the heart of a new growth, right? And yes. that's what the, yeah. exactly what we're doing, and exactly what the team comes together to do is to plant yes. the seed of a yes. new community. So, Amen. That's great. Yeah. That's we should write that down. Yeah, I did, oh, Brian. Okay. That good. was that's good. it. <laughs> Did you really? I did. I said it Sunday. Yes. Fantastic. Good. Thank so, you. So I'm. I'm maybe I. I just didn't catch it. I well, was there too was emotional. a lot. There was a lot going on. Yes. Um. But anyways, uh, Kristen, along with Meredith Ensel and yes. Caleb Ensel and and their family and um, the Bunnell Bunnells, Aaron and Megan, right? Um, are going to launch out into the city of Green at the Alls House. Um. Here coming up. Sometime in October. Coming very soon in October, yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Um, and so stay tuned for an official date. Yes. Uh, when yes. that's going to happen. Um, Kristen, can you, let's just do this, because there's a lot we can talk about, and I can probably probably project and get out too far ahead of us. But let's back up a, sec, a step okay. or two. Um, I want you to share... Because I think it's really valuable. Because this podcast is not is for our church, for the benefit of our church. But we also have a side hope that maybe there might be someone out there that might catch this podcast mm. that says, "I need God is calling me to start a new work, to step out in faith, to right. do a risky thing, to be courageous in this." Um, when when was the first time, if you can recall, that you first said? God might use me to start a new work. Yeah, um, you know, if you're going to ask such a big question, you should give me a little more. No, honestly, uh, I'll answer your question, but I want to reframe a little bit because that's uh, because that goes to my answer. Um, I think that real discipleship, if you're going to say that Jesus is king and he knows what's best, that means writing a blank check, and um, I've tried really hard to live that way. So whatever he door he opened in front of me, if I felt like he was prompting me, the answer is yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so that is something that Joe and I have lived with, uh, lived, tried to live into, whether it was about um, taking a job in Texas and moving our family, whether it was a certain church we were at or... Um, anything really we've tried hard to to live in that kind of framework that um, if I really believe that God is good and he has good for me then the answer is always yes (laughs) Um, so 
in some ways, this is just a continuation. It's and I, and I want to share that because I think sometimes we make it sound so um, kind of mystical or spiritual. You know, how are you called, or how do you know what God has for you? And I have to say that what we have learned um, over the course of our uh, now I'm mid-century modern, <laughs> is that it? we in some ways make it much bigger than it is. It's just about saying yes to whatever God puts in front of you today, whether that is, you know, um, having a conversation that you didn't have time for or putting food on the table for your family or, you know, whatever that is. And um, sometimes they're small and sometimes like this, they do feel a little bigger, <laughs> but it is different because it is built on it's not the first yes, right? The, and when we looked back and we started thinking about this, um, God has had me leading small groups. I've always been passionate about that. Mm. It's really since high school, I think. Um, in fact, part of Joe and I's uh, origin story is that I had, was running a small group that I asked him to come to for uh, and this is air quoted um, support, uh, which which is funny because that goes into Joe's uh, story as becoming a believer was not yet a believer, um, and that's a whole nother story for another day. But <laughs> and I did want his support. I also wanted him to be there. So that, you know, like I said, that's a that's. But so since that was coming from a place of yes, we just as you do the next thing and you see how God has. Um, gifted you and and where he's put the passions on your heart and then you take the next door and the next door Um, so in that way I would say you know there wasn't a moment Um, in other ways it's beyond my wildest dreams um, that God would be involving me in this Mm -hmm. and um, that's really overwhelming (laughs) and and uh, surprising and um, you know, maybe, maybe like, oh yeah, maybe I'll win the lottery someday. Kind of, kind of feeling, you know. Uh, so, did I answer the question? I think um, that. Yeah, you answered it. Yeah. Well enough. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I tried. I tried. I tried. I, I guess I have to say. I mean, um, like I said, I have always been leading stuff. Um, I don't know that I ever really imagined this. Right. Um, right. At all, and yeah. I, I think that would be fair. And, and Joe and I, you know, as we. As God unfolded this work that we've been involved in, um, because we've led so many small groups and things and had people in our houses, we could imagine it. Um, it's not, you know, you're like, okay, I, I can handle the, the the biblical discussion, and I know how to do that, and I know how to pray with people. I know how to. It is feeling like a little bit of a jump now to say, okay, that's just not a small group; it's a church that meets in your house. So yeah. that. That's a little bit, um, that's an, an intimidating next step, kind of, um, from right. where we were. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, I, I love everything you said, too, about, you know, it's yes upon yes. Yeah. I think people need to hear that, that, um, and I think you're right, I think I do that sometimes, is that I, I, I think such big dreams and like in that mystical experience you talked about yeah that it's it's almost like we've got to have this movie moment with the lord right and really what we see throughout his word is there definitely are some cecil b demille moments right absolutely Um, but we also see story of years of faithfulness yeah you know moses was 40 years in egypt yeah before he 
had to run away and he was 40 years in right. the desert tending sheep before he went right. back right and before bringing israel out of egypt and before the red sea it right. was 80 years of his life right of just day by day plugging right. away and um and then 40 years in the wilderness right you know and then not even getting to get into the right. promised land you know um but we see that countless people uh, through the Bible, that just day by day faithfulness, yes upon yes, I love that. Should write a book called Yes Upon Yes. Yes Upon um, Yes, there it is. <laughs> and you know, um, I'm sorry, did I cut you off know, before no. you finished that thought? Because I had another thought that I think is really important to share is um, there have been moments throughout my life um, when I dreamed of being in full time ministry, like decades ago honest decades ago Hmm. and um the doors didn't open at those times and you wonder is that am i doing something wrong am i not pursuing the right things i'm not hearing from god and makes me think of people in the in the old testament who knew their destiny long before they were ready to walk into it and maybe destiny is too big of a word um Hmm. so there was a sense that um okay, well, I'll be faithful with what I'm called to today and equip myself for something that I may be called to eventually. And so I do think there is a sense that you build into whatever God puts on your heart, even if you don't have the opportunity yet to to do that. And, And in that building... And um, building for the future, you you have discernment like, oh, that worked out well. No, mm-hmm. that that, you know, maybe I'm not called in that direction, you know. So um, so in that sense, you know, it's it's, um, it's been coming a long time in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I, I remember um, when we went to Exponential, when you yes. and Joe went with me and Devin, um, Exponential is the best conference in the world, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> uh, everything about it is fantastic and top-notch and powerful and anointed, um, especially if you're rolling in the multiplication kind of on that road anyways in yeah. your heart, even if you don't, you know, there's... Right. Um, you don't speak all the cool, hip lingo, right. church planning lingo. Which I you know. certainly did not when we went, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you're much better. You've got a lot of... I, uh, I have I learned know. a lot of lingo since then. <laughs> um, but uh, I could kind of, I could see, you You and Joe responded to the altar call, the general yes. altar call at the end. And as we just as we talked through that time that we were all there together, yes. uh, you guys and me and my wife, um, uh, I sensed that, th- that God was starting to prepare your heart for like something bigger yeah. than you had maybe ever dreamed before. Mm. Um, and, uh, it was really cool to kind of see you in those moments. Um, just kind of in a different way come alive mm. to the possibilities mm. of what God could do in you and through you. Um, and to hopefully fr- from me hear some validation um, to what God was doing in your life yes. and what some of your des- the desires of your hearts were. Yes. Um, and then in turn to hear other people 
um, and to hear for you to hear other very influential and powerful and gifted women speakers at that conference too say some things that for both you and Devin mm-hmm. stirred some pretty amazing things in yes. your hearts um, towards empowerment and what God what God is how God could possibly use you and, and what you're capable of mm. um, and uh, it was just so gratifying for me as a leader to see both you and Joe just kind of see get to experience the bigger picture yeah of what the kingdom of god is doing because that's what's great about that conference yeah is you get this really large picture of what god's doing all over the world yes and that we we're an important part of that even with our soon to be two little house churches (laughs) we're a major part of what god is doing in the world Hmm. um because our eyes are fixed on him because we believe and trust in him and because we have a heart for multiplication and to make disciples and to see people brought into the kingdom of God. Mm. Um, and so that's really exciting. And, and I also want to say, too, um, that I, 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 there was different things happening coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Even a few weeks ago compared to now. Well, yeah, that's, that's been a really wild change. Mm. Yeah, um, because... We were willing, and Joe and I were looking at it saying, yeah, we can see this. Um, In fact, it it was wild. One of my friends said, "Um, I I can't see you guys doing anything other than that. And that was quite a while back now, um, which was pretty wild and humbling to hear her call that into our lives. Um, But although we could see the logistics would work, we felt like we, you know, we're as equipped as we're ever going to be, which is ill-equipped, but still, you know, like Jesus is good. So, um, so we we were we could see all those things. Um, every time I prayed about it, God gave me nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like no, no. I don't even know how to describe it other than um, maybe maybe wait because it was just silence. I mean, just no. So you so you weren't necessarily looking for that big movie mystical thing all the way. You just wanted. You were just asking for some sort of glimpse, some sort of hint. Yeah, some I, sort of di- clear direction. Yeah, I think we were just trying to wait on God's timing. You know, um, we did not. It just, I don't know else to how to, yeah. to describe it other than to say that we were waiting on his timing and it just just felt like the like the gate had not gone up yet. It just right. really felt that way. I, I remember, and I want to encourage you this way, Kristen, is, is way back over two years ago now when I first introduced the idea of leaving a place to come and start a new thing. Yes. Um, being so encouraged back then and I want to affirm this in both you and Joe, is, um, and I want you, whoever's listening to this, to hear this and, and really take this to heart. Because when I first asked Christian and Joe to join us, uh, they were intrigued, they were interested, um, hopefully excited and a little honored to be asked. At least a little bit, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we were. But, uh, <laughs> All but, the above. But I loved... When you guys told me your answer and you explained your process, you guys were able to really kind of be still and just ask the Lord very plainly and practically. Right. And this speaks to what you said before, you know, like sometimes we're waiting for this big mystical moment 
Right. Um, when really what we need to do is shut up. <laughs> and, and it's hard. Yes. It's and, hard. And listen. And I just, I think you and Joe, from what I've seen, do that well. Thank you. You maybe don't do that perfectly. No, we definitely do not. when it counts, I've seen you guys be able to draw back, take a step back. And even in meeting sessions, whether we're on Zoom or in person, you and Joe have been a great encourager to me in just reminding me of the importance of just shutting up (laughs) and just listening. Um, And so it sounds like... Um, That's exactly. You and Joe were doing that. Right. And, you know, I have to say this is where marriage has helped us tremendously because Joe is much more cautious. Um, He is much more, um, let's let's take a good hard look at it. Although once he decides, it's over. Mm. You know, he he is um, recently the the phrase in our family is he's a buzzsaw. Once you once you pick a line, he's that's his strength. Like we're going to make that line work and we're sticking to it, you know, not because he's inflexible, but because he doesn't make those decisions lightly. And so then once he makes that, he's going to make it a good decision, make it work. And and Joe is maybe one of the most loyal people I know, too. Like he, hundred percent. I don't deserve his loyalty. So Joe, if you're listening, man, I love you. Appreciate that. But I love you too, honey. <laughs> now we're both tearing up. I here. know uh, he's um, a, he's a gift. He he's he is something. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you gonna bring the Zorro word out? No, is that I'm what? Not, you're <laughs> no, that's another podcast. Yes, we'll, that we'll is. We'll let Joe be here when we talk that's about that. That's fair. That's um, fair. But no, nah, loyal, loyal man. Um, the, and I've appreciated that, you know, church planners need some loyal people, Amen. um, who, who are willing to stick through, uh, or s- stay with you, uh, through some hard times and, uh, not sugarcoat, not, you know. <laughs> even when you'd like him to, uh, right. um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, he balances that pretty well. He totally well. does. And, um, he totally does. but, uh, just, I, I love again, getting back to. Uh, we don't want this to become the Joe show right, all exactly, of a sudden. Right, exactly. Um, although that'd be a good show. Yes, it but. would be. <laughs> yeah, so what you were what we were talking about before we got off on that is we really were trying to wait. Yeah. And um, it was, uh, I just want to say this to encourage people, because waiting is hard. And I am an early joiner. I get excited. I'm ready to go. I have to say I'm... Um, I've changed some in my fifties uh, than when I was in my twenties. I think some of that was due to my health stuff has made me um, much more patient. <laughs> Learned the hard way because I was forced to to just really slow down. But um, I'm ready to go. Like I love a new idea. I'm ready. I get excited. I get fired up. And uh, so it's hard to wait till you feel like it's the right time. But it was really interesting as uh, our son pivoted and decided to stay home for the year. Um, Almost immediately, one of the things that he's saying is, I want to invest more in pursuit and I want to invest in our house church. And it just felt like all of a sudden the pieces kind of came together. And uh, what was blank as far as who would go with us suddenly God assembled the team around us, and that's really what we've been waiting on. Because yeah. we, you can't go alone. You can't, you know, you have to have something to invite people into. Yeah, I, I love. That's a great line. I, I love um, how. I mean, our, our mine and Devin's story was we had to say yes. 
That was the first right. step. You guys have already said yes to pursuit. You already left something, risked a lot to come, you know, reputation, friendships. Mm. When you leave a church, you don't know which friendships are really right. going to last. Yeah. Um, and, but, I mean, when you said yes to God about, okay, God, we're going to start this house church. We're going to branch out. Right. Um, that's when your team, I, I mean, it was very quickly. Oh, yeah. That you got some yeses from other people, too. Yeah, but we were not saying yes before that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? I'm, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but the, it was like God just raised the gate all of a sudden, yeah. and there was the team. and, yeah. and uh, But there's a difference, though, between saying yes in your heart and speaking it out loud. Yeah. And making any type of public declaration That's about true. it. Even, That's true. Even, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, and there are times when you do need to say that. Uh, yeah. And, but but I think, uh, you know, and I, I don't know, but we didn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah we just you, didn't feel like we had the freedom to let say me, that yet. Let me clarify. Okay. Let me clarify. You clarify. Uh, for our listeners. Um, Kristen and Joe are guest people when it comes to the Lord. <laughs> not not to we me, but try to, the, to, to the Lord. They, we try to They be. did say yes uh, emphatically and wholeheartedly when we started Pursuit Friends um, and have been a major part of our church and leadership and our vision and who we are and have helped to really set our DNA, create our DNA for what we want to be long term mm-hmm. um, and uh, have been huge a part of that. Like, like it's, it's when I think about Pursuit Friends Church, um, you guys are like, you're just you're a big 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 Mm. part of that um and so i'm so thankful for you guys and i'm thankful that god is stretching you and yes um leading you and guiding you and that you have this seed team um and i'm excited about your seed team uh, i am too uh because you've got some pretty creative smart uh fun loving people it's exciting that are going to be a part of this it's really exciting and it was really surprising last night to look around the room and see who god had put together Uh um we have uh, a whole contingent of young men Mm. and um most of them musicians and i you know kind of had expected going to house church that one of our challenges might be uh, any kind of music and that we'd probably have to use videos and we looked around and I'm like well we, we've got two singers a keyboardist <laughs> a bass player in cajon <laughs> and, right. and, um, so that was pretty crazy that was pretty crazy yeah. and uh, exciting and um, we have a really young crowd really um, so that's ex- that's, <laughs> that's really true. exciting it is yeah. it's a very young crowd yeah one, one of the cool things God did through pursuit and through Kristen and Joe um was before we knew it we had a young adults group meeting um in person the pandemic happened and they did their best to continue through zoom yep um and we're pretty regular and consistent with that through the pandemic yes and um there's still interest there and god is still using that as an opportunity for us as a church because we kind of imagined we would have be a family church of some type right um you did uh, i did yeah um <laughs> i had some secret hopes there you did? but i did i did but that's um, the age my kids are too yes right yeah. so that's very there you go yeah my kids are younger and exactly so, yeah. exactly god is so cool he is, god cool. is just so cool um and so it's it's really neat to see that 
um, that's probably going to continue in your house church. We hope so. We love that age. Um, we just love the kind of depth of conversation, how they're still evaluating things. You know, we all get older, we get kind of set in our ways. And um, <laughs> it, we've just, we love the energy. We love um, encouraging them. And, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's, it's a, keeps us feeling young it's a right, great age right. that we're really enjoying so in our model of using the discovery bible um discussion format for studying the bible really is it's great for all ages it's great for anybody yes. to engage with but in particular a younger generation a younger crowd love to have a voice they love to be able to share their opinions mm -hmm. and and to think out loud Yes. And so that way of studying the Bible in our discussion that we do um, in our Whitmer House Church right now, um, it's it's just it's been really gratifying for me and really neat to see how the Holy Spirit really leads those discussions. Yes. Because when you open it up for discussion, you're opening up for the potential for maybe some weird or crazy Absolutely. things to come into that discussion. Because hopefully you've got people from different backgrounds, right. different you know, levels of right. maturity in Christ and their knowledge in the word um, and where they're at in their journey. And um, so that can be a scary thing. Yes. But it's a wonderful thing that people can feel freedom to express um, what they're reading, how they feel about it. Right. And then also I love it's been unexpected for me to hear the storytelling come out of our discussions right of oh this reminds me of this time I went through this right so we're relating real life to the Bible absolutely and that impacts people that's it does. really impacting to people and I think when you hear people's comments either their questions or what their observations are you get a view into their spiritual lives and so just the the process of having a discussion really draws the community together right. and um we learn you learn from people and people say surprising things that are brilliant and holy spirit inspired and yeah. things you didn't see before and it's messy and sometimes it yeah. goes off in a weird direction and um you know well, uh, there's that we you know especially if you have a room full of storytellers sometimes yes, which yes. we can have sometimes right. on sunday mornings yes um is sometimes there are those tangents. Yes. Um, but that's the beauty of it too, though. Like, we don't have a set time where we say we have to be done with our discussion. Um, I mean, we have a basic target, you know? Yes. But um, the Holy Spirit really, truly leads that. I was sharing that with uh, Matt Bradbury from the multiplication team as he is um, looking at these missional communities and having people ah, into his home. Right. Uh, but he's got a business model. He's yes. really making contact through business relationships and using that as his model um, to start a uh, church. And that's one of the things that he talks about with is that these discussions just, you let it go. And really the Holy Spirit wraps it up. You know, the leader of these discussions prepares ahead of time. Yes. Uh, and sometimes does a good little introduction maybe to the passage right. or just something to get people warmed up. Um, and then maybe at the end wraps it up. Maybe there's a few points they studied that we didn't discuss and you can throw those in. Or maybe the Spirit's leading you a totally different direction and there's right. a way for that leader to be led of the Spirit to wrap things up according to what God has done in that discussion. Um, but because we 
we're not punching a clock and we're okay with lingering um, in the presence of God and in our fellowship together. And we've created space when we gather for fellowship and for breaking bread together and to have this discussion. Um, uh, although we do need to care about our kids and our teachers right. down there um, mm-hmm. who are wondering what the heck's happening up right. there. As, you know. Right. Um, but so we do have to, you do have to be concerned with that, but that there's that freedom to flow. And sometimes somebody comes with something they're going through and a passage is really hitting them and to be able as a leader to say, okay, whoa, they just introduced this thing in their life that this passage is bringing up. Right. Let's talk about that because that's what God needs to do right here. You know, instead of the rigidity of a weekly sermon yes. that I've prepared for um, and that I have to teach, you know, and, right. and just, um, but to let the Holy Spirit move. And it feels honestly Quaker too, like <laughs> our Quaker roots as friends um, to let the Holy Spirit move that way. I think you're right. And I do want to put a plug in for. Um, it, it is super helpful to have some skills as a small group discussion leader. I mean, there definitely is a skill to that, uh, how to tr- try to create a space where there's room for both the quiet people and those who are verbal processors and, and um, how to know how long to let the silence linger before you jump in, you know. So hard. It, <laughs> It's the hardest part. Listen, a little little small group discussion tip. Uh, I sometimes count in my head, so because I lose, because I get worried that mm. you know that it's too long, and you know even you have in your head. Here are the what I think the Holy Spirit would say is the important things out of this passage, and I'll often have a list. But it is amazing to me how often the Holy Spirit will move within the group to cover those discussions with those points without me yeah. doing a thing. And, you know, yeah. that's helpful for me as a discussion leader to make sure that you're, that you have things to move forward or you have, you know, a place to point people if they need it. But it's really cool to see them it discover so it. Is because that's what we want as leaders. Right. And as Christ follows, we want others to get it. We want others to engage with the passage. Yes. And I'm I'm trying to learn. Hopefully, I'm getting better week by week um, to learn. And now I think I've said the word "shut up" like five times. But when I need to be quiet, that'll, it's hard. I'll, my mom is going to be so horrified that I said "shut up" so often. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. I love you. You taught me better. I know it. Uh, I should say "be quiet." Um, but that. I, I need to take great joy when I get to say very little in these discussions. If if all I get to do is introduce right. and wrap up at the end, as a pastor, I need to be thrilled with that, that God is using other, that other people are going deep, that other people are excited about what they're reading and they're sharing. And even if someone says something that might be a little off color or maybe not quite theologically exactly right. what I would like declared that the beauty of that is that we're discussing it and we're giving grace to each other in this we realize we all have different viewpoints yes even different political points of view and all that stuff um and then we have this wonderful fellowship lunch at the end that we can continue that discussion if we care to right and we can go deeper even still um about what we just talked or maybe someone brought up a life issue we can carry that discussion into that lunch and fellowship and 
Um, it's just, it has been really wonderful for us. And I'm really excited, Kristen, how our podcasts are going to maybe change a little bit to hear the discussion that you guys have about right. the passage that week in what our house here at Whitmer. And that's, that's probably where we should go next with this uh, discussion here, um, is that uh, uh, Kristen's house church is going to be meeting right now. The plan is Sunday evenings. But, uh, we agreed last night that we are a Sunday evening fellowship. Fantastic. So that will be our rhythm. Uh, we're not certain exactly what time. Probably like six, seven, something in there. It depends a little bit on um, how much time we want to block uh, and yet get people home for Monday morning. Right. So, uh, so we're we're still we're still hashing those details out. But yeah, yeah. for a Sunday evening church. And and so this is just this is really wonderful because uh, it's great for us as a network because it's another time offered that um, you know Sunday morning honestly doesn't work for every family right um in america right. like it used to right and so now we have an alternative house church meeting in an alternative time um and that will just give people flexibility and and what we love about it right now for us is um you know there may be an occasion where um uh, Joe and Jay and whoever else might come help us with worship on a right, Sunday morning. Right. But because that's not when their house church is meeting, right. they'll have flexibility to do that. Or for someone to come and maybe help us with kids. Exactly. Because we have all the kids right now. Yeah, um, holding them hostage right. so far. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> who knows? God may surprise <laughs> the heck out of us and you'll have a family show up. And, right. Okay, right. we got to figure this out, which would be a wonderful day. It would be it would, wonderful because yeah. I love working with the kids right. and I love I love the richness they bring to our community. Uh, but I am excited, Kristen, to see God move you um, into a new season um, of because you have done you have done a lot with small groups. You've done a lot with women's stuff. Yes. You've done a lot, an awful lot with kids ministry. Yes. Um, and, and I just want to say thank you for that. Um, and I'm excited to see how God. Um, uses you in this new season as a leader, as a pastor, mm. um, and uh, you and Joe both. Uh, but for you specifically, right. um, I'm really just I can I can I'm at the edge of my seat, <laughs> um, just so looking forward to um, how God is going to use you to build mm. His kingdom um, and influence our network even more mm -hmm. um, and the leaders that are going to come out from you mm -hmm. in your house church. Um, I just, I can't hardly wait. Like I'm excited for what's happened in my house church. Okay. Um, <laughs> but as, as in a sense, uh, a father to this yes. movement um, to see uh, one of my kids, although I yeah. say that, I say that, very humbly no um, i you know i thought about you last night it's yeah. so odd that you weren't there and i thought right. how odd like you really have offspring you know right. where they've launched right. off and you, you're not even at the meeting like right. what an odd That's thing the way it should be yeah it, it's it's uh it was you know i was busy yesterday yeah um in the evening uh but we you know it's just it is so cool to be a part of a movement in a network Kristen, yeah. where um, the whole point is to raise up others and release them and let them go yeah. and let them do it. And for me to not have to be at everything, for me to not even have to really have a voice in everything, um, 
to let others do stuff and to say yes more to people is something I wanted from the beginning to be able to do is to say yes more to people. And I think God is setting us up as a network to be able to do that, to to also say yes to him more. I hope so. Because we're really trying to learn how to take the limits off. Yeah. We're really trying to learn how when God says he's going to expand our territory, that we don't even go, yeah, right. <laughs> or we don't hesitate. We say, right. okay, God. We bring the umbrella to, right. to, to go back a couple yeah. times. Yeah, That's that's so exciting. Um, and uh, so they're going to start sometime in October. And we know the exact date, of course, we'll broadcast that to the world um, <laughs> and celebrate that and ask for prayer for that and for God's blessing yes, over that. Yes, please. Um, and also I want to, maybe we should close this way if, if it's okay with you, unless you, if you have some other few things you'd like to say, I'd love to give No, I think I'm that. good other than, uh, you know, if you're looking for a place to find out more about right. Jesus or yep. a place to jump in or a place to learn what it's like mm-hmm. to launch a church, we got room for you. We got yes. space. So. Yes. Amen. Um, uh, night of worship. Yes. Because that is something uh, that will be shifting for us as a network. And, yes. And hopefully, if you weren't here Sunday, uh, this might be the first time you hear about this. We did describe this in our service a little bit this Sunday. Um, but we have been trying to do a monthly night of worship where we can gather together as a whole network. Um, and uh, I'm very passionate about nights of worships. Yes. Uh, and... Uh, it's it's been great. The alls have been a part of nights of worship with me for a few years now, yeah. um, and uh, very thankful for that partnership in that. But as a network, we dreamed about this night of worship being uh, a gathering as we gain more house churches of a time where people can come together to see each other, to be a right. part, to be in fellowship, to worship <laughs> together, um, and. Uh, as a kind of a reunion type experience, right, right. and but our current platform or, or or model for how we do night of worship is very much service, traditional service yes. type where we show up, the service starts, we do about an hour of worship. Yes, I might jib jab a little bit. Uh, we've added communion to that, which is very meaningful. Um, but then it's goodbye, good night. Everybody right. go home. And that's, well, some of us go to IHOP. Right. You know, the right. cool kids go to IHOP. <laughs> Other people just go home. <laughs> I went once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so anyways, what we're thinking and what we'd very much like to do is on the weeks that our night of worship occurs, our house churches do not meet. And um, we all gather for the night of worship. Um, at Hartville Church of the Brethren, or wherever it may end up being in the right. long run. Um, and we incorporate a fellowship meal right? so that we have that fellowship element of people coming together and talking about life. Um, as I know my parents are um, uh, very much looking forward to that because they love talking to you and Joe and, yeah. and they love getting to know you guys a little bit and yes. whoever else might be with you, you know. Um, uh, and so to have that element as a part of that, we'll have to start earlier in the evening so that families, right. it's easier for families and people that want to get to bed sooner on Sunday night uh, to come. Uh, but I, we tossed around the idea and I wrote it down today during the multiplication team meeting we may change the name of it to the family reunion. Yeah, I love that. Like that. 
Um, Pursuit family reunion. Right. Because uh, that is the feeling, right? And I, it's so um, critical because it's not easy to leave home as much as uh, we are super excited about what God is doing. And um, w- that does mean that we leave some of the people that we right. we love to see every week. Right. And so this is really an important move. And it also allows us to do big worship, which is a yes. lot of fun. Yes. That you, you do have to give that up a little bit for house church. Yeah, so. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. Um, well, speak for yourself. I've got a big right. band, you right. know. Yeah, you're taking everybody, by the way. <laughs> um, Not everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's yeah. that's one of the great things about our network and about the relationship that uh, that that I've developed with the alls. Um, and in turn with Aaron and Megan, yes. um, ultimately, is we just competition is not here; it's non-existent. No. Um, uh, we we want people to freely go uh, with the alls to start this who feel called to it and who feel connected with with Kristen and Joe in particular, and um, who would like to be a part of that seed team, right? Um, to go. Um, you know, there's a couple families that w- have said they want to stay with us that we know right. for sure will stay here at with the Whitmer House. Um, but there is freedom and flexibility, and uh, some people may not choose to go now, but they might later down the road right. choose to join you. And our heart is is people need to be where God calls them, exactly, and, and where God is going to use them, right, uh, f- to build His kingdom exactly. and to live on mission with other people. Uh, so I love that about us. I also love that you are going to launch and start pregnant. Yes. With Aaron <laughs> and Megan. That's a little scary. It, uh, <laughs> Joe that's just, such Joe a church thing. That's just such a fell off plan. his chair. Very, yeah, don't do that to my husband. Uh, <laughs> I say again. No, I'm just kidding, Joe. Um, we're talking a lot about Joe. It's awesome. I know, right? Uh, but no, you guys. It is amazing. Aaron and Megan have have said they feel like they should go with you guys. And uh, Aaron is going to learn and take notes and um, I know you're going to be a great mentor to him and uh, encouragement to him. It's more of a him. team, but uh, absolutely, right. yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and I just I just believe like like Aaron has in his heart, him and Megan both. Uh, I mean, they purchased their house thinking about having a house church there eventually. Yes. Um, and that was such a blessing to us. Right. I, I hope it was a blessing to you, Kristen. Oh like, yeah. When they said that to me, I'm like. I don't know you guys that well. Like, this is amazing. It was so encouraging. Yeah, yes. Um, and we're blessed to have the Bunnells ben- uh, with us. Yes. Um, and Aaron is doing a great job writing our newsletter, which is a recap of our Bible study and discussion each week. And he just brings the right flavor and extra bit of information to that yeah. that is always insightful and helpful for us to go deeper in the Word. And also, Aaron... Um, I was bragging about you, brother, um, with the multiplication team today because um, we were talking about the importance of documents and, and just having them all f- flow well with th- all together. Yes. And um, that sometimes you have gifted people that can do that. Um, and what Aaron is great at doing is writing and editing and making um, language flow smoothly and be consistent. He's very gifted. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And we're just blessed to have him. He's done that with our documents. We're going through a process now as a, as a church of finalizing some documents and things that we think are important in describing what God is doing 
and what we'd like to see happen. Um, and so Aaron is a big part of that. Yes. And I was reminded today uh, by some of these other pastors what a blessing it is to have a fellow like him, a person like him, who has a heart to do that type of work yes. and is good at it. So we're blessed. We're also blessed by how Aaron has has enriched our discussions on Sunday mornings, um, and he leads them quite often as well. Um, and we're it's so cool to have him and Megan as a part of our fellowship and look forward to the day where Kristen and I get to have them on this podcast yes. to talk about them launching out. And also, perhaps you, if you're listening, in a part of Pursuit Friends Church, Kristen said something Sunday as we wrap this podcast up that really struck me as being really important for us to keep in mind. And it's this very simple line. Um, maybe God is calling you to one day do this and to launch out in faith and to start a new house church. He can use anybody he wants to. And maybe it's you. And so I just believe with all my heart that if God has called you to something, even if you feel like you don't have the talent, the knowledge, if you don't feel you even have the passion <laughs> um, or the skill set, God can do anything he wants. It is through his power and his might, not by mine. And if he has called you to something, he will get you there. He will not abandon you. He will not leave you out in the dark, in the cold. If you pursue him, pun intended, for Pursuit <laughs> Friends Church with passion and abandon, and you take that step and say yes, and you follow him faithfully, and you're still and quiet before him and listen for his still small voice, he will lead you. He will guide you. He will give you everything you need, and he will give you the people you need to do this. So thankful for Kristen and Joe because they're people I need to do this. I can't do it without them. Can't do it without Aaron and Megan. I can't do it especially without my wife, Devin. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Devin has been such a huge part of our success because she supports me. And uh, she has allowed our house to be open to whoever might walk in on a Sunday morning. And she puts up with my grumpiness from time to time and uh, my nuttiness uh, as I prepare and move the house around and clean. And uh, so, Devin, um, you're a huge, huge part of why this is working. Your heart for people and for our kids and for um, just to be the great listener you are um, when people share their lives with you. Um, I can't do this without you. Um, and I have a feeling everyone in our church would say they wouldn't want to do it without you. Amen um, to that. <laughs> Love Devin. Uh, and man, I'm just so thankful. Kristen, thanks for spending, uh, this time with me again this week for this podcast. Um, and I hope that you're encouraged and I look forward to next week's podcast. Who knows what's going to happen in a week? God is so amazing and can do anything. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of Pursuit Friends Church, we would love to have you join us. You can join us on Sunday mornings at the Whitmer House here in Canton. Uh, or you can soon join us yes. on Sunday evenings. Yes, at Deborah Court at in Deborah Court. Uh, Uniontown. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, just God is moving 
and uh, who knows where the next house church is going to pop up at, and who knows whose lives are going to be impacted. You can visit us at PursuitFriends.org to learn a little bit more about us, or on Facebook. That's the most up-to-date and current week-to-week information is on Facebook. Just type in Pursuit Friends Church, and you'll see all of our updates and stuff there. Um, and uh, thanks for following us on this podcast. If you'd like to donate to us, PursuitFriends.org slash give, uh, just to donate to what God is doing at Pursuit Friends as we pursue building the kingdom of God upon the face of the earth. And let me just say this one more time, one more time, that God is so very good. Mm. Whatever circumstance you're in, Mm. be still and know that he is God and he is faithful And he completes good works. He completes what he starts. And Kristen and I are testimonies to that. Our marriages are testimony to that. And this church is a testimony to that. So we're just, we're a couple grateful kids right now before our Heavenly Father. God bless you guys. Look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Step into you.